Delicious meets nutritious in the snack that packs a real protein punch, wonderful pistachios. Each one-ounce serving of wonderful pistachios has six grams of protein, giving you over 10% of your daily value and making wonderful pistachios one of the highest protein nuts. But perhaps more than that, I love all of the flavors they have. Their sea salt and vinegar ones are my favorite when I'm craving that flavor but want to keep it healthy. But that's just the tip of the iceberg. Wonderful pistachios come in a variety of flavors, like chili roasted, honey roasted, smoky barbecue, and jalapeno lime, perfect for enjoying with family and friends or taking them with you on the go. Whether you're a pistachio purist who loves cracking open every nut or you prefer the convenience of no-shells pistachios, Wonderful Pistachios has got you covered. Grab Wonderful Pistachios and elevate your snacking game today. So fill up with a healthy snack when hunger strikes. Visit wonderfulpistachios.com to learn more. That's wonderfulpistachios.com. This is Optimal Health Daily, episode 1496. You don't have to work out by Jesse Neeland of jessenealand.com. And I'm Dr. Neil Malik, reading you some of the most popular health and fitness blogs out there, with permission from the websites, of course. Now, we have a bunch of shows where we narrate articles for you. Just search for Optimal Living Daily wherever you're hearing this to find all of them. Now, today's Wednesday, and like I do every Wednesday, I'd like to share a little bit of inspiration with you. So here we go. Quote, Act as if what you do makes a difference. It does. William James. Now, before I get to today's article, I want to mention, Jessie, today's author, is really amazing. She's so honest about her recent struggles with staying consistent with her healthy lifestyle, especially during the pandemic. I'm in awe of her honesty and her courage to be so vulnerable. I think you're going to be surprised too. So listen on as we get right to it and optimize your life. You don't have to work out by Jesse Neeland of jessenealand.com. So, I'm really out of shape right now. Note, for the purposes of this blog, in shape is simply a way of describing a moderate to high level of athleticism, strength, mobility, and cardiovascular endurance. It has nothing to do with how a person looks or what percentage of body fat they have. So the word shape here doesn't make any sense, I know but neither do any of the other words to describe this state. So this is what we've got. Also, being in or out of shape is entirely relative because what does that even mean? For today, I'm comparing my relative health and fitness markers only to where they've been for the majority of my adult life. Anyway, the reason I'm out of shape right now is that the pandemic and the life upheaval and depression that accompanied it completely ruined my previously very regular activity and exercise routine, and I didn't replace it with, well, really anything. This isn't for a lack of desire to move my body. I love moving, and I know that when I'm more active, I feel way better. So I've definitely had it on my to-do list for like 18 months now. It just hasn't happened. COVID made the logistics tricky, of course but I certainly could have fit in more home workouts or what have you had it been a priority and I'd had the energy, motivation, and bandwidth. But alas, none of that was true. Exercise stopped being a priority, not because I don't care about it, but because so many 
other really intense things suddenly got bumped to the top of my priority list and demanded my immediate attention. You know, like living through a pandemic, surviving each new preposterously stressful and draining day, moving across the country, navigating a new relationship and a business boom, buying a house, and underneath it all, battling an abyss of dark and sticky grief. It's rather difficult to get motivated to do push-ups or squats when it feels like an elephant of sadness is sitting on your chest. And sometimes I felt utterly justified in my non-movement because honestly, who freaking cares about fitness when people are dying and the world is on fire? That's not to say I didn't try anyway, since exercise is supposed to be good for depression. I regularly forced myself to go for walks. Not brisk or ambitious walks though, more like sluggish moseys through the neighborhood because that's all I could muster. And even that was too much a lot of the time. Some days, I would cry through my entire afternoon break. And on the days I was feeling okay, I would need to use that break to catch up on work or other stuff that fell behind thanks to all the previous days crying. Navigating physical and mental health is a weird push-pull sometimes. I wanted to take better care of my health, but it was a triage situation. Tending to my mental health often had to come before tending to my physical health. If it came down to me spending a few hours doing something I knew would make me feel better, like connecting with my partner or taking a nap, or going for a run, I nearly always chose the first one. This is how it began anyway. Always something getting in the way, and then it just sort of rolled into a habit of doing not much of anything. There's a sort of gravitational force to being sedentary because once you're out of shape, the thought of doing active things sounds hard and exhausting. I stopped going for walks when I got too hot out. I took time to rest when an old injury flared up. And I was busy and tired from doing things like moving into a new house and working on a book proposal. There was a moment this spring when I realized I was getting winded carrying groceries from the car to the house. And I realized that pretty much all the athleticism and strength and cardiovascular capacity I worked so hard to build and maintain throughout my 20s and early 30s was just gone, as if it were never there. Poof. I was super sad about this for a while, but I also found myself cracking up at how scandalized 25-year-old me would have been to find out that I don't consider working out to be an important priority anymore. I was so into fitness, and it felt obvious to me that you have to work out. It's an obligation and a responsibility. We owe it to ourselves to be healthy and to always be pushing ourselves to be better than yesterday. But it turns out, actually, we don't. It's not a requirement that we spend our lives striving for perfect health, no matter what wellness culture would have you believe. You are absolutely allowed to focus on other things and have other priorities. I also suddenly realized that you don't need to work out even if health is really important to you. There are plenty of perfectly healthy people who just don't work out, ever. Sure, maybe they walk their dogs and play tennis on the weekends. Maybe they have a job where they're on their feet all day, or they work hard in their garden, or they hike or kayak a lot during the summer. I don't think you could be healthy without being active in some way, but you can certainly be healthy without working out or being in shape. 
This is a hilarious realization to come to at the age of 34. You just don't have to work out if you don't want to. I'm sure you can see the slightly hysterical liberation I felt in exploring this thought. It's a far cry from the messages we're given in fitness and diet culture, for sure. But if the life you desire doesn't require any particular feats of athleticism, then you simply don't have to be athletic. Ah, but then there's the thing, isn't it? I like adventures and I like to play, which often means I need to draw upon a certain amount of strength and stamina. Plus, I like having the endurance and mobility to do things like playfully toss around my niece and nephew. And I definitely feel better overall when I move a lot, even if that movement is totally unrelated to exercise. So here we are. About a month ago, I took stock and realized I'm out of shape AF. I started taking a movement class once a week, which was already a huge improvement, although it kicked my and I never seemed able to supplement it with anything else throughout the week. The last few weeks, I've taken some at-home spin classes on my partner's stationary bike. To be honest, I don't have any inspirational message here. I just wanted to share, because I think it's relatable, and also to remind you that you're totally allowed to take stock of your health and fitness habits, and even to decide you'd like them to be different, without ever feeling badly about where you are now. Post-COVID vaccine, I'm slowly creeping my way toward a healthy and balanced life again, which means being more active and feeling more fit, among other things, like building a social life in a new city and writing a book. I don't regret getting here, and I don't feel badly about myself. I don't feel like I failed or feel any shame or guilt over where I am. I'm just out of shape, and that's okay. It doesn't mean anything about me other than the fact that I've been focused on other priorities. For the moment, I'm focused on movement being all about feeling good, having fun, and slowly building back my readiness for adventure and playtime. Maybe you are too. Maybe you're working toward a healthy and balanced life again in this new era. Maybe that includes more movement or exercise for you as well. But then again, maybe it doesn't. And both are valid. Sending you big self-compassion and acceptance for whatever's on your plate lately. You just listened to the post titled, You Don't Have to Work Out, by Jesse Neeland of jessenieland.com. We're driven by the search for better, but when it comes to hiring, the best way to search for a candidate isn't to search at all. Don't search, match with Indeed. Indeed is your matching and hiring platform with over 350 million global monthly visitors and a matching engine that helps you find quality candidates fast. Ditch the busy work. Use Indeed for scheduling, screening, and messaging. 93% of employers agree Indeed delivers the highest quality matches compared to other job sites. One of the things I love about Indeed is that it filters out incompatible applicants. So when you're hiring, the process is much faster and you only have to consider applicants that are already likely to be a great fit. And listeners of this show will get a $75 sponsored job credit to get your jobs more visibility at indeed.com slash health. Just go to indeed.com slash health right now and support our show by saying you heard about Indeed on this podcast. Indeed.com slash health. Terms and conditions apply. Need to hire? You need Indeed. Dr. Neil here for my commentary. See? 
Didn't I say how honest Jesse was going to be in this post? And it's true. To follow a healthy lifestyle, you don't need to be a so-called gym rat. I'm one of those that happens to really like the gym environment. I didn't think I ever would. All throughout high school and college, in fact, I found them to be really intimidating. But now, if I think about one of my happy places, my home gym comes to mind. That along with a beach in Maui. But anywho, this doesn't have to be the same for you. As Jesse said, you don't have to force yourself to go to the gym to be healthy. Instead, life balance is key. Your priorities are key. Now, if you do find maybe you haven't moved as much lately as you would have liked, that may mean you've been taking it a bit too easy lately. Your activity levels may have been out of balance. But that doesn't mean you have to start running miles every day. It may mean you consider a gentle stretching or yoga routine. In fact, studies have found that even a mild stretching program can improve the health of your heart and lungs. But the key is, find what's best for you and do what's best for you in this moment. All right, that'll do it for me for today. I'll be back here tomorrow for the Thursday show, so definitely stay tuned for that where your optimal life awaits.